even though it is the worst podcast I have ever heard. friends we are the smarky geeks i'm frankie vin diesel de jesus that doesn't make any sense triple x he was in the movie triple x oh my god take over triple x Get oh. it? <laughs> i'm gonna change mine now and i am john ron jeremy Turiano. get it no he does triple X movies. Ah, hilarious. <laughs> Very good. What was the, the initial one you were going to be? Mr. John Turiano. Playing Mr. Brody Lee. Oh, okay. Right, but right. I decided not to do that for reasons I'll talk about when we get to your show. Good quick change, though. Good, good yeah, quick change. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. And you are listening to episode 44, kind of a palindrome. Uh, contact information, as always, you can reach the show at www.thesmarkygeeks.com. Our hotline number at 347-SMARKY6. Or 347-762-7596. Subscribe to us on whatever podcast catcher you use. Uh, just search our names. The Smart Geeks or Smart Geeks will be the ones that show up. Uh, subscribe to our Twitters. At Smart Geeks. At Frank Jesus At D. John Triano. Subscribe to our Facebook group and like our like page. Which Never mind. Subscribe to our Facebook group. It's my favorite place to be online right now. Subscribe to our Instagram. At the Smart Geeks. And, uh... And uh, now let's get on with the show. Oh, big week. Big week. It was big, but it wasn't huge. It's particularly the weekend. This weekend is fucking huge, though. Like, it's it's a big fucking week. Like, the not just the news, but, like, you know, we got the DC fan dome thing that happened. Or it's happening, I think, still going on today. And I, I could be wrong about that. And then... You know, and then you had AEW, and then you had Takeover, and now we, you know, later on, uh, we're gonna have um, SummerSlam as we're recording this. It's a huge, huge weekend. Um, and Emergence, night one, Emergence of Impact was this week. That's right, Emergence of Impact this weekend, which I'm almost done watching. Actually, yeah. and I think I'm up to, um, I think I'm up to the um, Wrestle House match. Okay, I, I'm couple, I'm a couple weeks ahead, behind on that right now. Yeah, I try, I try to watch it the week before, yeah. so I, I I can watch that week. Yeah. So, I I will say I'm enjoying Impact a lot right now. Yeah, it's good. Show. Even Wrestle House is fun. I, it not, doesn't take itself too seriously. It's not my thing, and but at least I feel like their humor is better than WWE humor. Right. You know, like. It's just like they get the jokes, and and, and again, they're not taking themselves too seriously. Well, to it's me, all, that's it's a problem. Be, it's both, huh? <laughs> to me, that's a problem. No, it's not. It's it's because be. the rest of the show is right, you know. And and other, all right, let me let me catch. Under any other circumstances, I would agree with you. But what's going on in the world right now? I don't know how many times we're going to be able to use that. Though, we, right? we can. I mean, you know, it's time to adapt. One. Although, they're having fun with it. Oh, AEW. That's right. It's fun to watch. I'm enjoying it. So, um, it's different. As I mentioned, Fandrome, 
fandom, DC fandom thing. That does apply to wrestling a little bit. Because uh, we have The Rock. Had a little teaser, which I didn't care for, of, um, was it Black Adam? His movie. Now that I didn't care for the movie, I, I'm curious about what the movie's going to be. I just didn't care for the teaser. I didn't see it yet. It's all it is, from what I saw, I don't know if they released another one, but all it is is art concepts okay. of the movie that they put into like a little animation. Right? And I'm like, and, and The Rock's voice is narrating the whole thing. So it's not, so it's, it, that's all it is. That's the whole teaser. It's just these little art concepts going throughout the whole thing. You can tell like some of the art's done by Gary Frank. You crossover shows a little bit, right? Right. You know, and I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, I can't wait for. I'm curious about the movie. I can't wait for an actual trailer for the movie. But I just, I was, I was a little let down with this little teaser. Um, but then we also have, apparently, someone's in some peacemaker suit. I can't see who it is. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> you know, Hilarious. So yeah, I had to get this, yeah, the scene. Yeah, yeah, John Cena is in Peacemaker. At, oh, it's Peacemaker. It's in, Pe- in Suicide Squad. In Suicide Squad, excuse me. Um, and, like, across the shows, I am looking forward to Suicide Squad. Yeah. I'm one of the few people I love Suicide Squad. Yeah, this one looks really fucking good. He looks really good as the Peacemaker. Um, so, yeah. Little little crossover thing there with the wrestlers and stuff. I thought that was cool. That was great. And we'll talk more about that later. Um... So let's let's get on with some wrestling news. Let's do, let's get it out of the way first. Let's get let's talk about Thunderdome. Okay. WWE announced during the week that they will come up with a new concept because they, they didn't want fans in the arena. So it's gonna be nobody knew what it was gonna be. Like when they announced it, nobody knew. They had no idea what it was gonna be. So when it came out, it basically is a bunch of LED screens around the ring. Mm-hmm. And fans could register and they could have their faces on TV. And there would be empty arena matches. And they pipe in the noise. But the piping wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I still wasn't a fan of it. But it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's just as bad. To me, it was it, just as bad as any other piped in stuff. But as for the the, the, vis- the TV visual itself, when, it go, I, when I put a picture of it up on a group page, somebody, I forgot who said, said there's a lot of empty screens there. Yeah. But when you watched it, there wasn't. Now, one of the complaints I heard was there were a lot of people with doubles they were like on one on one screen. Mm-hmm. I think what happened is they were kicking people off who were doing something they shouldn't be doing, showing their genitals or whatever. <laughs> and rather than having an empty screen, they just, they just duplicated it. Well, I mean, yeah. You, if I had to guess. Also, they, they're not allowed. There's a lot of rules they have to right. follow. Like, they can't have any third-party stuff. Like, no one can be on there with an AEW shirt. Right. You know, or, or any other promotion shirt, you know? Right. They can't have that. They can't, no nudity, no stuff like that. No sleeping. Is that one of the rules? Yeah, you can't be shown sleeping on the screen. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, it's... Yeah, no, whatever. can't give a middle finger. Yeah, no, no lewd, uh, right. no lewd um, actions. Which, which makes like, sense. I, yeah, of course, yeah. But when you watch it, though, I'll be honest with you. Like it, when the show opened up, it opened up with Vince in the ring, which I didn't yeah. need. To, I didn't need to see. He looked old. Well, apparently, that guy's still like, um, you know, he's still flexible. Yeah, but shit. he looked real. Like he looked like this whole thing has worn him out. Yeah. Did you see that that bit for WrestleMania? Like he, he took a bump. I, I I didn't watch it. I saw a picture of it. the Gronk thing. Yeah, I didn't. And he took a, a bump off the off the the. The bird hatch yeah. thing, whatever they call it, the bird's nest. Yeah. And he, he dropped and he, you know, on a, onto a big 
obviously. Thing, but yeah, him taking a bump. He's he's still very agile, that guy. Yeah, too to bad. I don't know mentally. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, so it was cool. Like he came out talking about whatever, and then when they did Bray Wyatt came out, the whole like the screams of the way, and the whole arena turned into his entrance, which I thought looked really awesome. Yeah. Okay. It was a nice visual. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I mean, when you get back to the actual matches, it wasn't great, but I didn't, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I, I don't like it. I could have um, did it. I, I'd rather have fans. Now, what do you prefer, that or you do prefer the wrestlers at ringside? The wrestlers at ringside is a lot better. This, this, this screen shit doesn't add, and it just doesn't add to the atmosphere and makes the atmosphere even more weirder. I and and it's just it's just faces. I it just look it, it does it just makes it even more weirder. You know you what? Know? It don't... makes it even more like more mechanical even. You know, especially with the what's the point if you're gonna pipe in noise? What's the point of having these fans there? I can't, like I said, you know? I just did... do CGI. What the fuck? Like I said, I didn't hate. It. I I want to, I was going into it not expecting not expecting to like it. Not expe- expecting to hate it. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it either. And it doesn't fix the show. Like all it is is a band aid. And and the re- if the show was better and they did this, I would give it a pass. You know, but the show is still shit, and it's still it's still gonna be the same thing. You know? But we gotta give them credit for trying something different. Of course, yeah, I love that they did this, and I was I was so curious. When they talked about it, I was like, I, I can't wait to see it. You know, when they showed the pictures, I was still curious. You know, I wanted to see it. After seeing it, no, it's, it's not it. Um, uh, it's, 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 all it is is a Band-Aid. And I don't know, I think Vince literally thinks that the problem with the ratings and shit is that. Yeah, he does. It's, it's the audience. And it's not, it's the show. Right. It's the, everything that they do with the show is this completely it's stupid and uh, I don't know it's just I mean they did get a ratings bump because of it because of the interest right know? and, and I'm probably sure more because of curiosity and I think I'm, Raw is going to feel it too especially after SummerSlam I don't think Raw Raw will get the post SummerSlam bump and I think NXT which we'll talk about will get a, a bump from TakeOver right and, they, uh, and they're also going unopposed again yeah the AEW's on Thursday this week yeah but I'm curious as the weeks progress, will the ratings stay the same when they go down again? If people get bored with this, well, it's like I said, it's just a band aid. No one cares about this. It, it, no one watches the show to watch an, a group of people watching the show. You know, it doesn't add to the atmosphere. As a matter of fact, it just takes away more from the atmosphere. It just makes it weirder. You know? I actually, I didn't, I didn't, out, I didn't outright hate it. Because it's better than having nothing there. Just put, just keep the, the the wrestlers there or whatever. At least let them sit down and just be real fans. I'd show, rather have the. Re- I would have preferred if they had the screens up a little bit and had the wrestlers at ringside and that mm. combine them. Nah. Well, you, I, I, <sighs> What's the point of it? What is the point of it? It also could be to get the fans in. in you know. Well, that's the. I mean, that's the, that's. The, the, I guess the behind the scenes of it is Vince is trying to figure out a way to start charging people again you know and I think people had to pay to get behind that no, too no it was free right? it was free alright but eventually that's going to be charged and I guess that can lead to the AEW talk real quick but you know, honestly if they're charging for that I'm going to just watch it on my TV I really do think they were charging for that no they weren't it was free okay um, 
But yeah, but eventually Vince is gonna try to figure out a way to charge for that shit, you know? Or eventually charge to get people in there or whatever, you know? I think that's the idea. I think eventually they're gonna have to have fans in the arena. Probably won't be till October when their residency with Amway is up. Uh, yeah, two months, right? Yeah. yeah. I think the end of October. So by the end of October, I think then we'll have a better idea of what, what their plan is going forward. Yeah. Because AEW, which, which you alluded to, is already going to start letting fans in. Yeah. Starting, I think, this week. What they think what they're doing is they're taping multiple episodes. It's not going to be live every week. Right. They're taping, I guess, two or three episodes at a time with the fans in. Of course, you know, they're doing it social distancing. They're doing it in pods. Yeah, pods. And it has to be, like, group pods. Like, you can't share it with people you don't know, apparently. And you or heard like, that there people were buying the ticket and trying to sell them on the secondary market? Yeah, shared pods. They didn't, they're, not, they're not allowing that. Um, the, yeah, so what do you think on that? I'm curious. I mean, it'll definitely be better to have fans there. But I'm curious how it's going to look. Yeah, you know, I mean, I thought, okay, all right. I'm curious. Uh, I am definitely curious as to how it's going to look and how they're going to play it off. Um, or And also how they're going to mic the audience. That That's going to be a big plot, uh, big issue there. Um, you know, with them doing this, are they still going to start pipe, still piping noise? Um because I was, they still piped in noise this week, right? And it was annoying to yeah. me. I didn't like it. No, um, but I mean, I'm also curious how the pods are going to be situated. Right. Well, I think what they say, no more than four or something like that. No right. But, yeah, but but I mean, no words. What I'm saying is, you got the you got the arena. Are they going to be two to a side, four to a side? How close are the pods going to be to one another? How many pods to each section? Obviously, more pods on the hard cam side. Yeah, well, according to them, they're, they're going to be six feet from each other and stuff like that. Right, but, what, like, but, situate, but how are they going to situate the pods? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. You know, you know sure what I'm saying? I'm they're going to have camera views, you know, to pan away, to pan to those crowds and stuff like that. Right. Um, but yeah, I am curious. I suspected more outrage from you, though. I'm not... I'm... I don't want to say I'm outraged. I don't... I get why they're doing it. I guess if it was any place but Florida, I'd be more cool with it than I am. But the fact that they they're basically enclosing everybody, they're not just letting the fans in willy nilly. Yeah, they're going. They're still going. They're going to be enclosed, right? They, yeah, yeah. If this wasn't AEW doing it, I guess it'd probably be more of an issue, you know? Because AEW from Jump has been doing the best that they can to follow right. the rules, and and they had they come to this point where they have to start letting people in. Right? Well, they, don't, they don't have to. They want to. No, they, they have, to. have to. They're a business. So, at some point, some accountant is like, listen, we're not going to be making our money at the end of this year. That is not good business. You have to do good business. So, that's the only reason. This is for money. <laughs> you know, They have to let fans in. They have to start making money again. But let me tell you, if they start getting outbreaks because of this, mm-hmm. even with the pods and everything, AEW going to have a major problem with it. They got to be very careful how they do this. This is new. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't think there'll be, like, people are going to be, like, super angry at them that this shit happened uh, if someone gets the outbreak. Um, but I do think, like, they'll just have to re-shut down again. 
But I will say this though, man. Like I said, I'm not. I'm. I am mildly curious about how they how it's gonna work out. Mm. But there are, you know, there are fans out there of WWE that this they're ripping them apart. Like there's no tomorrow because they there'll be a lot of people giving them a pass. Well, no, I I think if WWE was doing this, yeah, I'd be ripping them apart because it's indoors, you know. Yeah, those are helping. They're doing That's, it outdoors, yeah, it's, right? AEW's outdoors. It's out, it's open, and then they're following across the the all the rules and stuff like that. WWE. The problem is, is that they've up until now haven't been following the rules. You know, they weren't or not the rules. They were following the rules, but they they weren't doing the best they they could to mitigate this shit. You know, they weren't testing and stuff like that. You know, now they are. Now they're social distancing. Now they're doing their stuff. So I would be curious as to what they would do if they started doing something like AEW, but that but they're still indoors. You know, they're still indoors with circulated air. Right. You know, so I I so I would give them. I would be more hard on the WWE if they did if they did decide to do something like that. Now, uh, truth be told, right now on the other end of the spectrum, Impact Wrestling hasn't had fans in months. Yeah. Now, I will be honest with you. I've watched the first two weeks of... I can't remember the name of the show. Impact? No, yeah, but the name of the special I've been doing. This, they, they did Emergence? This, Emergence, thank you. And some of the matches, I would have loved to have seen fans there. Even have, like, like the wrestlers at ringside would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. For them. Yeah. Because it's a small arena, and the way that cameras are set up, I think it would have worked great. You know, I, I out of all the wrestling promotions, the one right now that I'm more most disappointed doesn't have fans is the Impact right now. Cause they since Slammiversary, they've been putting on great shows every week. Yeah. Each show, like I said, again, you said it. There are problems with the backstage stuff. Feels weird because they're still trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But no. <laughs> but the in-ring stuff has been great. It's been fantastic. Yeah. And so I think I'm missing the fans with them most of all right now. Mostly because we've gotten used to the impact and I mean the um, NXT and AWF. We've gotten gotten used to it. Yeah. So. Uh, moving on, moving on. Let's stay on AW a little bit, or WWE and AEW, and uh, talk about Renee Young. Uh, she is leaving officially uh, WWE after tonight, right? Yeah, some things from last night. The company. Yeah. So, I uh, listen. She she was great on WWE, and I wish her well in her future endeavors. She wasn't she great. She wasn't great on commentary. Commentary, no. She was straight up garbage on yeah. commentary. Yeah. Uh, but she was a great interviewer. Yeah. She was a great backstage personality. She was a great at that talking smack stuff. She was great at that sh- that stuff, and but I, I'm weird, weird, not weirded out, but kind of confused as to why people are treating this like this is Mean Gene leaving or something like that. Like, right? Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, she's great, and she's her own personality, but it, it's okay. They could easily replace her. Like, yeah. the next one up is Char- you know Charlie Caruso. You then, know, you got Kayla, then you got Kayla Braxton sitting on Kayla Braxton. Yeah, she they, moves up one foot. Yeah, they move up. It's, it, it, it's just. I don't think she's irreplaceable, you know? Like, Gene Oakland was his own, was yeah. iconic. Yeah. Like, yeah. they've never replaced Howard Finkel. Yeah. Like, those guys are iconic. Yeah. You know, I appreciate Renee Young. I think she was great. I think she was one of those people that had her own personality, you know? Because it, it's... 
kind of weird being a WWE interviewer because you're just a face that asks a, a, a mundane question. Right. But she had her own personality at least on that show. You know. Um, I think the big talk. She looks so miserable there. Uh, she's saying, I'm, we're watching the kickoff stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's saying, I'm leaving at the night, bitch. Like she's looking at her watch and shit. Um, <laughs> now I'm curious. Will they mention tonight that uh, tonight or last night? I don't know. Because Triple H has come out and talked about it on social media, so it's kind of out there. It's in the ether now. So I'm curious if they'll say, you know, good luck, Renee. You know, we're going to miss you. I'm curious. Well, the last I heard when he talked about it, he didn't really talk about her leaving because he didn't want to... Because during the the media calls that he does, someone asked about that, and he said, I don't want to speak for her, but, you know, but she's a great person. He kind of confirmed it without confirming it. Right. You know, stuff like that. I hate that, Bill. (laughs) Um... The new, the United, we're looking at um, Pablo Cruz with the new U.S. Championship belt. That belt is horrible. <laughs> oh my God, that looks like crap. Yeah. Anyway, um, so, so the, I think the big talk here is what does she do after? Where where does she go? Um, that. Where do you think she goes? I don't think she goes anywhere. I think she goes home. Why? I don't think she goes to AEW. I I, I think she's just gonna just gonna take a break. But, uh, but no, like, she's really gonna take a break. But where does she land? She's gonna land somewhere. Uh, you know what? I think she, I think, and everybody's talking about AEW because of Moxley. Yeah, I'm thinking Impact. I, uh, uh, maybe that can be possible. And it's in Florida, so it's not like she has to go far. Yeah. Oh, I'm know. thinking Impact. I mean, that could, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like Impact. Three months ago, I wouldn't say that. But Impact's been bringing in people. They've been they've been changing the culture. Yeah. You know, it looks like a place that people want to go to now. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, AEW will be fine. I think she'll be great there, especially with the backstage stuff. Um, those interviews and shit. I think she'll be perfect for that. Um, I don't know about Impact. Uh, but do you think she lands? Does she come back to a wrestling thing, or does she go like? ESPN well, she she has a history outside of wrestling. Yeah, like stuff she's done. I can see her going back to that. Yeah. Like doing stuff away from wrestling, like ESPN. Yeah, or some such. Let her do real. Let her do real fucking interviews. The problem with that is that I, I from what I read, is that ESPN is especially because of the the pen, the thing. Um, it's not. They're not hiring right now. So. She might land at a wrestling spot for a while, but if of all the choices, I think either Impact or AEW is where she lands. Because how would you not want that? Yeah, but just not, fly you in say, with your husband. And you fly say back. wrestling, but you know, Impact. That's really her only two choices in terms of wrestling. Which you know, MLW. Yeah. It's either Impact or AEW. Those or, are her only two real choices. Or, or she might want to be ambitious and go to like. You know, New Japan Pro Wrestling USA. You know? I could see that. Yeah. I think that's in Florida. I could be wrong. And I think that's in California. You're right. You're right. Sure, you're right. Um, um Like I said, I, no, AEW is the obvious choice because of John Moxley. Yeah. But I think Impact might be one of those, one of those outside, thinking outside the box choices. Yeah. Where, she, you know, she, it, it, she can come in there and she won't get lost in the, like, she'll be the, like, the main interviewer. Yeah. I think Impact is an out-of-the-box choice. That's a dark horse choice for me. I'm going with Impact. (laughs) 
Alright, cool. Um, speaking about Triple H is in that, that media call, he talked about, they, he was asked about the dream, the Velveteen dream, or the teen dream. Um, and he just basically kind of, like, worked around the question, you know? That's all he's been doing since this happened. Yeah. I'm sorry. If they truly found nothing, he should just come out flat out saying it. He's kind of like denying it without denying it. Like, he's kind of like... Yeah, we've... Yeah. Yeah. yeah he doesn't even, they don't even say that he looked into it, that they looked into it. He just says that we take this stuff like this seriously. And uh, it's weird the way he... Which means we haven't found anything. But we're not sure if he did it or not. But we didn't find anything. And his lawyers got in touch with us. So we kind of got to put him back on TV now. Just fire him. Just fire him. No, you know, the guy is way more trouble than he's worth. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, and this is from me. Like I was a fan of him. I was too. You know, and I still this that part on pure talent alone. I still it, just on the talent part. But all the other stuff, no. Yeah, he's talented. Not, as fu- <laughs> he is yeah. talented as fucking the ring. Yeah, but but that's about it. Fire, he's more trouble than he's worth. Just get rid of the guy. You know. This is the second or third time shit like this has come up for him. Yeah. Yeah? Let me tell you. Um, let me jump in a little bit. I'm jumping to the to, to main event a little bit. When he when he won his match to get into the trip to, into the ladder match at TakeOver, mm-hmm. I'm like, they're going to give him that fucking belt. I almost thought so, too. I'm like, they're going to give him that damn title. Yeah, I almost thought so, too. I'm like, I'm like no. I'm like... I, if they, I, what I was going to do, I'll be honest with you, if they gave him the title, I was turning it off. <laughs> I was turning it off. I'm like, I'm not doing this. I'm not I'm not doing this. Yeah. But no, they, they, we'll get to it. We'll do the second show later, the special. But yeah, I'm glad they went with the right choice. Yeah. <laughs> Any choice would have been better than that. Yeah. But yeah, when he won, Mike, they're going to give him this fucking title. Like, they, they're just going to do it. If that's part of the agreement with the lawyer or something they're going to give him that title that's not cool maybe that's what these shows were then you know he has those shows booked or whatever and maybe. he has to complete three year shows shows maybe maybe after this he starts to disappear yeah you know? I got it also I mean look they, they got rid of Enzo real fucking quick right yeah they- well when I heard with Enzo and Big Cass I mean they did they, they did interviews with Big Cass since then mm-hmm He's like, we deserve to get fired. Because we deserved it. Well, because I deserve to get fired, but I would have fired me. They were, they were cause, they were trouble more. They were causing more trouble than they were. They were I mean, yeah, it wasn't, but he got fired because of that allegations, right? And he wasn't fired because of the allegations themselves. He was fired because he he knew of them and he didn't report it to WWE, right? right. And they just got they shit canned him. You know, let's like get rid of him. You know. Because well, he's more trouble. Because before, even though all that shit that he was doing, you know, that they don't, you know, in the in the locker room and, all, and or the buses and shit like that, they he, they were dealing with that because of what he brought to the table. But then all these allegations came out. They were like, "You're that's more trouble than you're worth," and they got rid of him. How's that different than te- the Velveteen Dream? You know, get rid of the guy. Just get rid of him. And Velveteen Dream is the reason that. Pac left WWE. 
Okay. Remember, remember yeah, when? Yeah, that's right, because they wanted to give him the belt and shit like that. Right, Pac's like, why is he getting the belt? You know, yeah. right here. Austin Aries, too. Same thing with Austin Aries. Like, why, yeah. why is he getting the belt, not me? Yeah. Yeah, why he, he also rubbed, he also, his personality also rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Something that didn't help. Yeah. I don't know how Velveteen Dream is backstage. I've heard, I haven't heard anything one way or the other. I don't care. I'm this just, shit is still more trouble than it's worth. I, it just cracks. Fire me. him. I, it just... It, it's ballsy. They're going back as a heel too. Like they went all in with that. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I was kind of ballsy of them. You know, they didn't try, they try to repair the image. They were just gonna make him a heel. So that's what that kind of makes me think. Like maybe it's more they're fulfilling their contractual obligation, um, and they're gonna poison the well while they're doing it. Right? Like just get you know make everyone hate him while he's on the way out. You know, that way WWE's doing the right thing. I hope. Like, so. You know? Yeah. I think I'm giving WWE way more credit than they're worth. You probably, <laughs> probably are. But yeah, because that shit just ticks me out. Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, there was no, there was no need to bring him back. There really wasn't yeah. at all. Yeah, when that that episode when they brought him back, I was just all it the took air me, it took me out of the match. Came out of the room. I was like, oh. you know. And now you got the, there's a big hashtag out there: fire Velveteen Dream. See, I, 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 again, part of the problem is. Let's say they didn't find anything. Let's say they legit didn't find anything. Mm-hmm. Let's say they do the, they did their due diligence. They did all the they did everything. They didn't find find anything. They should come out and say it. The yeah. fact that they're skirting around the issue, yeah. they're dancing around the question, and the, raises a lot of questions. The accusers have come out saying that they've never were contacted or anything right. like that. So it, it's get, just fire the guy. I feel like they, I feel just like I the feel guy. like they. They took him off TV for a while. The car he had that he was in that car accident. Mm-hmm. So they used that as the excuse to keep him off TV. Yeah. And like we'll bring him back now. Maybe enough time has passed. They weren't expecting the blowback. I honestly think they weren't expecting the blowback that they got. <laughs> well, they brought him back almost at like a week after the accusations and shit like no, that. No, it was going on before that. No, he had other accusations. And then he disappeared, and then more accusations came out. Yeah, I think they just weren't expecting the blowback that they got. They figured him being in a car accident would make everybody forget about it. Babies weren't expecting it. Fire the guy. Fire the guy. Jesus. And honestly, I'm on his way out. I have, I'd squash him on his way out. Yeah. His last match would be a squash. Yeah. I'd feed him the carrying fucking cross at this point. Oh, no. I know nah, because that, that's like a title match. No, feed him the Keith Lee. Because Keith Lee's pissed. There feed him the Keith Lee. There you go. Sorry, we kind of did spoilers. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> if if anyone's fine. like putting shit together right now, yeah, no. we spoiled it. <laughs> yeah, just for you to keep leaving at this yeah. point. Oh, hell, Tommaso Ciampa, again, more spoilers. Tommaso Ciampa's coming back next week. Oh, Fe- right. I Fe- didn't know that. Oh, yeah, they, 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 I think it was during the um, takeover. They announced Tommaso Ciampa's coming back on Wednesday. Oh, really? I didn't, I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah. I didn't see that. And I, I, I got a little giddy because I love Tommaso Ciampa. I got a little giddy. I'm like, yes. Yeah. So have have, have Tomaso's first match back with the OTG. I'm going to destroy the OTG. The Santa Mary fucking way. Yeah. But yeah, so... I, yeah. When, so I, when he came back for that triple threat, I was kind of out. I was yeah. like, I didn't even care about the match at that point. Yeah. So, so last bit of news. Sonia Deville, or Daria Baronetto. Yes. Uh, I had a stalker situation. Not she had a breaking she went broke into a house. Yeah. So the story was man, I don't know the whole I know I read the story but I don't remember it. Somebody broke into her house with the intention of hurting her. She was at home with Mandy Rose. I mean they don't live together obviously. Mandy Rose was sleeping on a couch because mm-hmm. they're friends. 
So her, apparently her alarm went off that her garage, a window was open, a garage was open. So she turned it off, and the guy was standing in her house with like duct tape and like a bl- razor blade. Duct tape, razor blade, um, what are those things? Zip ties and shit. Yeah. So she just her man just got the hell out of Dodge, which yeah. is the right thing to do. And the guy when the cops came, the guy was still there. Yeah. So he's not very smart either. So oh. yeah, she so she had to testify in court of what happened. The guy's going to jail. It's another another case of obsessive things. Yeah, that shit was crazy. I mean, you ever watch those? You ever see those pictures of the the guys that meet the women wrestlers? They get all like they want to hold them and everything. Dude, that's yeah. creepy as fuck. Yeah. Somebody photo them. There was a picture out there of some big fat guy. I'm making fun of fat people holding Becky Lynch, like the the, the um the prom picture. Yeah. Somebody photoshopped Brock Lesnar instead of Becky Lynch. <laughs> I always do the air, the air hold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See if it was me, I'd be like, you know what? I want a picture of me laying on the ground. You have your foot on top of it, like you're pinning me. <laughs> no, but we're gonna make it wrestling related at this point. <laughs> Pretend you're pinning me. <laughs> you just kick my ass. <laughs> That's what I would do. <laughs> but um, yeah. So so they Sony Deville is supposed to have a match with Mandy Rose, hair versus hair match. And, I, and now it's a lose or leave town match. Yeah, I think, I think it's still hair see, versus hair, but they no, it's not. added... They took, they, no, they took that out. They took it out. Yeah. Oh, so it's just using I think Sonya's leaving for a little while. They should need a break. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. But let me tell you, it's the first time I watched SmackDown in a long time. Holy crap. I was surprised a, she came on the show in the first place. Well, you know what? At the end of the day, I guess at the end of the day, she's a professional. Yeah. She also felt safe there. Yeah. She, she's... Look, look what she has around her. She's safe. <laughs> and there's no fans there. She's safe. Yeah. But I haven't watched SmackDown in a long time. She's a breath of fresh air on that She show. has a presence. I've said oh. that since NXT. Oh, I, I, I have no, but what they've done with her. When in, she was Daria Baronado on NXT. And then they changed her name afterwards. But I love that she came out with the purple suit on. Pause. Yeah. Edit a little bit, though. Yeah. So, so we had a little technical difficulty. Had to go take care of some stuff with my family. Yeah, uh, you don't have you don't have to put fucking training wheels on a bike. I have to fix them. It's been because no, you didn't been, put them on because you didn't put them on right. In the no, first it was place. over a year. I had to readjust everything with the the kids grow. The kids Le- grow. So. Likely excuse. Yeah. So let's let's finish this. Uh, we were talking about Sonya Deville, right? Um, and her stalker slash. Well, we, we I think we, I think I think we moved past that. We we're talking about her character a little bit. Uh, no, I'm saying I'm a big fan. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah right. Because I said she's been a fresh air on the show, and, and I like that she came out with the suit on. She looked yeah. like a badass. Yeah, and she's she's great on the mic. Before that, when everyone was talking to her, she smacked the shit out of um Dana Brooke in that one scene. Yeah, Dana yeah. Brooke's like, oh, you've been through so much this week. She just smacked the shit out of her. I was like, oh. <laughs> um, I hope that you know she takes some time off, gets herself back together, and comes back. Yeah. I watch SmackDown just for her. And she's going to be able to make me watch SmackDown. I mean, it depends on what they do with her. Right. I think she's been great on SmackDown for what they've been giving her. Um, Her promos have been great. You know, with this whole thing with Mandy Mandy Rose. And... But that's all that... That's really the only silver lining is that her promos have been great. Right. But the story is... It's... It's her. It's it was gonna be a, a hair versus hair thing. It was. It, I didn't care for the story, but I thought she did her part well. 
her I, promos are well. If they use her right, I think she would be great. I want to see her back in NXT. Like, with this character? Yeah. The well, takeover the women's division? Oh, yeah. That'd yeah, be great. I remember her initial run, like, she was doing that whole MMA, MMA gimmick, and that was good, too. But unfortunately, around the same time they brought her into the main roster, it was around the same time um, um, Ronda Rousey came in. Yeah. So it was like, you can't do that gimmick with her there. You know? Right. Um, but did she lose? No. She kicked out. Uh, well, tell them what we're watching. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're watching SummerSlam. 2020. Thunderdome, <laughs> bitch. And, and we're, up, we're up to we're watching the first match Bailey versus Asuka for the Raw Women's SmackDown Women's Championship. Yeah, this is part one of her matches. Yeah, she fights Bailey first, and then she and then, fights Sasha later. Yeah, prediction real quick: Who wins this? Uh I think Bailey wins this. I think Sasha loses her belt later. Yeah, because if you watch Smack, if you watch SmackDown when Bailey got kicked, got knocked out, Sasha walked right past her. No. Was it? Bailey, Bailey walked right past her. Oh, right, right, yeah. right. So I think that's, I th- I, but I still think you're right. I think she's going to lose this because Sasha's going to help Bailey in a shit match. And I think Sasha's going to lose her title because Bailey's not going to help. Right. Um, well, they both lose because Sasha didn't help Bailey. So, Sasha, Sasha, so Bailey loses her belt. And then Bailey returns the favor by not helping Sasha. But I think, and then they feud. But I think that's the gimmick. I think because Sasha's been helping Bailey and stuff like that. She's been there, right? Well, she helps her, but it screws it up. Like whatever, like she, it gets countered or whatever. Yeah. And then, then they switch it around, and Bailey gets all pissed off at Sasha, causes Sasha to lose her belt, and they start feuding. Yeah. And it'll be a good way to bring somebody in. Like they they have a match, and whoever wins gets to control the tag titles. Yeah. And then you can bring Bailey's new partner in front. Just give Oscar both titles. Oscar two belts. Oscar those belts. Mm. Those straps. Anyway, um, so yeah, so that's that's the news. I mean, I'm sure there's other stuff we could have talked about. I mean, but I mean, that was the bulk that's of the it. gist of it. That yeah. Is, you know, the, the. I mean, we could have talked about. I guess New Japan with what they're doing with that King of Pro Wrestling stuff. Uh, I'm just not interested in it. Why? It's a lot of gimmick stuff that they're throwing into the shit. The, you know, the King of Pro Wrestling title. Where wrestlers present a, a gimmick match that they want to have. And then they, they put it on Twitter for it to be voted on. You know? And I think it, they kind of worked it as a shoot. Like, I don't even think the wrestlers know what's going on. Because one of the matches was between Sonata and, I think, Desperado. And they each were supposed to come up with a gimmick. You know, what type of gimmick match. They both came up with um, submission match. Right? So, like, you don't even have to vote on that one. It's going to be a submission match. Right? So, so I think it, it's, it's just the whole... New Japan is not known for that stuff. You know, the gimmick stuff. They've, they've done it, sure, but it's not known for that. Right. To make a title that's wrapped around that, it's, it's, I don't want it. I don't want it. Um, I'll see how it's done, but I just I just don't like the whole gimmicks of it. Um, uh, New Japan Strong has been going good. So, I haven't watched last Friday's. Uh, the winner of the New Japan Cup has been announced, but I haven't seen that yet, so don't spoil it for me if you've seen it. 
Uh, somebody, somebody lost. Obviously. And somebody won. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so let's move on. Let's move on. Let's, 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 let's go into the main event. Yep, let's do it. Let's do this main event. You go first this time. No, I went first last week. No, I went first. No, I went. I swear to God, I went first no, last week. No, I went first last week. No, I went first last week. I listened to the show. I, At least I, somebody listened to it. Yeah. Uh, so you got to go first. We're not going to talk about ratings. But a, well, any, damn, man. AEW lost. Sure. Like, it was like, but, what, 800,000 no, plus it, to zero. Right, but he, I wonder how much of that was affected by, because there was two playoffs games going playoff, on. Playoff, the DNC, all that shit. Well, all that shit was definitely affected right. NXT for Did sure. Did um, AEW's ratings come out for yesterday? Not that I know of. I was trying to flush it here today, but... Alright, so let's get into my show. NXT. So, um... Hold on. So, I guess they were, they were back at full sale? NXT's back at full sale. No, yeah. NXT was back at full sale? Yes, NXT's back no, at full sale. No, no, not the um, paper takeover, the show before. Oh, this one, no. That was still... Because right here was at, was at full sale. I don't think so. I, I think, think it was. Because this was taped. I don't I don't think so. I think this was still at the... Well, anyway, so... So we, had, we opened up with a qualifying match for That's the right. North American um, ladder match. Johnny Gargano, Rich Holland. I am a huge fan of Rich Holland. This dude's got talent. Mm-hmm. He's he reminds me of Brock Lesnar. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, Gargano won oh, it, but it was a great match. I went three and a half on it. And early on, it looked like Rich Holland was just gonna power his way to the victory. Yeah. And Candice came out to help Johnny. That was the first match. Yeah. Okay. And Candice came out to help. So much has happened. It feels like weeks ago. I know, right? Um, yeah, this well, was... At least according to this. Um, yes. He opened, yeah, because Gargano came out first with, with Candice. Okay. Um, I, I didn't take any notes for I didn't take any notes for, the, for this week. This was, is where Gargano almost died. Yes, much they had, this is when they had to stop. And you could see they showed where it happened, too. Well, they kept showing it and kept showing it and kept showing it. Which, shit, if you got it, show it, right? But what I do like, though, about the WWE's editing process, even though oh, um, Belly just beat, beat Asuka. Okay. Because um, 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 Sasha interfered. Right. And now Sasha's going after Asuka because she wants to beat her up a little more because she got her title match. Yeah. Um... Great match. I get. I went, I went three and a half. You were saying something about uh, the edit. Oh yeah, because they had stopped the match. The editing was done so good that you didn't notice where they stopped it. Maybe because they changed the camera angle, or whatever. If they didn't show me where it happened, I would have known. Yeah, no, that's that's true. That the editing was really good. Uh, so, this was obviously stopped, but I want to say it was stopped because someone in the back wanted to stop. Like Triple H probably came out like, yo, 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 stop this, stop this. I don't think it was stopped. Well, it was stopped. No, because Triple no, they said Triple H came out and stopped. Yeah, they said it. They said that he stopped. Yeah, so I think it was because yeah, yeah. of him. Yeah, no, they, they think, said that. I'm sure Gargano was in there. Like, dude, let me. I'm selling. I'm selling. Let me just continue this. I'm sure he was fine. Not fine, but I'm sure. But, yeah, but, but, but you know why? Give Triple H credit. He wanted to make sure everybody was okay. Yeah. Because it, it probably looked worse than it was. Maybe Gargano was looking because the rest of the match, Gargano was kind of holding his neck a little bit. Part, it might have been because he was selling. It might be because he was hurt a little bit. No, I think that was just selling. He was selling really good throughout, throughout the whole match. But you know what? I can't say anything. Yeah. You know, he stopped and he had to make sure. It, it, looked, it was an awkward land. If you watch it, it was an awkward oh, land. Of course, yeah, no. I get, no. Props keeping him safe and all that. Yeah, definitely. Because I'm sure if it was live TV, the yeah. referee would have did something like push. 
Yeah, like have Gargano roll out, and a Triple H would have came out to check on him anyway. Yeah, they, it would have worked something out. It would have been like a, a big like pause right. moment and stuff like that. Maybe so. maybe Candice LeRae coming out to talk crap to Holland. Yeah. That thing, and Gargano keep the action going. Yeah, they would have did something. But yeah. I had no complaints with it. No, no. the match was great. I said three and a half, almost three three quarters. I gave it three and a half. Um, that was great. I'm glad Gargano won because I wanted some more star power in the, the ladder match. Yeah, but I wouldn't have been mad if Holland won. No, I mean, it was Holland's. I mean, unfortunately, I had to give Holland a loss so early in his NXT career here. That's fine though. But, um, but it wasn't like an easy win, right? You know, and he's going against a Gargano, and he looked strong. And Gargano made him look strong. Yeah. I I feel at certain points in that match, Gargano made Holland look stronger than he was. Like made him look good. Yeah, like he brought out the best in Holland. I mean, that kid, that dude's got a future. <laughs> that dude's definitely got a future. No, I like him. I like him a lot. I, I, I'm not big on those cinematic entrances that they do. I kind of like his. Because he come, Oh, that was one thing they messed up here. What? Because as Gargano's in the ring, he was already out in the middle of the ramp waiting for his entrance music to start. Because the way Riz does his entrance is that his music starts and they go to his Titantron. Right. And the, his Titantron is him standing in the middle. Right. So there's this nice transition from him on in the Titantron from him on the ramp. So you you can almost can't even tell that he just transitioned from the Titantron right, to right. the ramp. So he's just standing there with his that the that mallet, the the staff that he holds, right? And then he walks down the ramp. Um and and Gargano was still in the ring, his music is still playing. You see Ridge Holland standing in the middle of the ramp, okay. preparing for his entrance. Yeah, um, that, that was just like a bad camera angle, but still, I thought that was kind of funny. Like you see him up there, um, but I, I do like his entrance, Ridge Holland, where they do like that, that 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 nice transition from the Titantron into the ramp, and he's standing there for real, and then he walks down. I thought that was really cool. I think it's a real cool thing. It's yeah. better than um, crosses. <laughs> so next match. Dakota Kai defeated Jesse Camilla. Basically, it was a squash match. Camilla, I mean, Jesse Camilla got some got some offense in. Yeah, it was too much offense. Yeah, I agree. With I that. was like, what Kai should have doing crushed, here. Kai yeah. should have just went through. Should have plowed through her. Yeah, I was like, what are you doing here? And then she. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But yeah, should have. It should have been a pretty quick. It should have been as long as it was. Yeah. Still, I went three and three and a quarter on it. I went three. It wasn't garbage. It's just like this should have been as long. You should have made Dakota Kai look strong going into her title match. You know? Right. But. Right. And then she does her promo afterwards, right? And then Yoshirai comes out. Right. So um, she does a promo. Yoshirai comes out. And then Renee Gonzalez comes out and hits Shirai with the big boot. To set up. You know, that she's going to be a factor in that title match tonight. I, I take over. Yeah, so this was more of them making look, making her look weak, Dakota right. Kai. I was like, like she, Dakota, Io Shirai comes out, beats the shit out of her. And then Renee comes out, saves her. And then Io Shirai gets a, a fire moment, a comeback moment, and starts beating the shit out of Dakota Kai again. And, and then Renee Gonzalez, is it Renee now? Um, so Raquel. I'm, is it Raquel now? Or is she... No, it's Raquel now. It's Raquel now. Okay, Raquel. Because I keep calling her Renee. Because that, well, that used to be her name. Um, so Raquel has to help Dakota Kai again. You know? Making Dakota Kai look super weak. I was like... What do we, 
right. then yeah, continue. Sorry. So next up, we had a trip. We had six six man tag. Legado del Fantasma defeated de, um, defeated Brizango and Isaiah Swerve Scott. I love Isaiah Swerve Scott. That Swerve, that dude is talented as fuck. <laughs> I want to see him and um, Escobar have it out. Yeah, that, I thought it was gonna happen. I take. I thought it was gonna happen. I take him. Yeah. I thought they were gonna add that as the last match of Takeover. Yeah, but I guess not. But I kept they keeping the Takeover was about two and a half hours now, which is good. Yeah. I think there were some matches you could have took right out and put this in there instead. At least one I know for sure, and I'll get into it later. Well, which match? Tell me. Finn and uh, Thatcher. I liked it. I'm not saying it was bad, but why it was for an opener that was kind of boring. For an opener that had nothing to it and there was no story, that could have just been a well, really great story. TV match. It did have a story. Oh, it's a fast story. No, nothing like the, the Cruiserweight one, at least, you know? Yeah, but this story was that fit that um that Finn attacked him, attacked Thatcher at, at, during the Triple Threat. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they were doing, they've been storing that for, know, for a few weeks now. It just felt like out of place with the oh, rest of this. What the fuck is this? Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, they're, they're they're showing showing the retribution, the retribution shit. shit. All right. So it was a good match. Like I said, I just can't wait to see um, Swerve. And uh, Escobar one on one. Yeah, I went three and a half on this. It's a good match. That was good. I went three and a half too. Yeah. All right. Um, Are you doing the hour thing? No, because I didn't keep track. I'm just gonna go through right, the whole no, show. Right. I mean, if you want to do yours now, and, and then I'll then I'll jump back in. Uh, sure. Yeah, start and I'll figure out what I'll figure out what to stop you. All right. I didn't take notes this week, so I don't know where the hours were. Uh, so. This obviously we're talking about the AEW Saturday Saturday Night Dynamite. Um, okay, Saturday Night Dynamite. Okay, okay. Uh, so because of the the basketball, they got pushed back, and uh, so we start open up. Well, this started late because that fucking sports ball. Um, <laughs> I think it was like six thirty or so. Sometime after six thirty, this started. Um, so we open up, code open. FTR versus PMP Private Party got it right this time uh, love this match that was great this was fun. Uh, FTR had Tully by their side officially because what happened last week yeah and it's officially they're associated with each other because Tully has a jacket that says FTR now um, with his name on it with his name on it and everything uh this uh, and this is not FTR is officially heels and it, it just kind of... They work better as heels. Th- that's what I was been saying before. I think that's why they weren't doing the traditional tag right. stuff. Because they were working as the quote-unquote faces. And because of that, they were working the house style of AEW. Right. Right? Where it was just, you know, spot stuff and stuff like that. I almost thought that was Roman. Um, well, real quick, off topic. You mentioned Roman. WWE this week, suspiciously... Released a whole bunch of new Roman merchandise this week. Oh, okay. So I wonder if he's coming back on Monday. Possibly. Um, so, so FTR working as heels now now allows them to be that traditional Southern style right, right. wrestling. That's what we got here. And they put them against high flyers like PMP, which works so great because they're cutting off the ring. They're cutting them off at the legs, making sure they can't do it. You know? Um... I enjoyed this a lot. Uh, this was it, my match of the night. Okay. On both shows. Um, this was my match, my complete match of the night. Okay, okay. Uh, 
the Kali, uh, the cutoff traditional tag. I said that already. I gave him three three quarters. I, I loved it. I went four. I, I this is the kind of match I love. <laughs> this, I dude, I, I I'm watching this whole match. Like, this is really good. I mean, I had new revival. I knew FTR was gonna win it. I was pretty sure. Mm-hmm. But I just loved it. I, my match tonight. This match was just not. This match was perfect for me. Um, after this, we have a Mox promo, which I thought was really good. He mentioned his wife. He mentioned his wife. Um, and I did like how he was like, you know, people who like to talk about their shit don't really are able to, you know, I'm paraphrasing, can't really back it up and shit like that. Right. You know, it was a good promo. I find it funny how whenever he does his promos, he finds like some type of construction site. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um... And then after He's that... He's driving with Renee. Like, Look at that. Get your camera. Get is your that phone. excavator? No. Is that an excavator? Let's sit right here. No, he doesn't. No, he tells it. Get your phone out. Yeah, get your phone We're out. We're going to record this right now. You're, you got a new iPhone? Perfect. <laughs> just right now. Uh, is that a John Deere? Hold up. Uh, and then after this, MJF did his promo. Did not like it. Too much silliness. I thought the... I thought some... I thought it was performed well. But I just thought the silliness was just over the top here, and, and you know, even that. And I, I was impressed by that lawyer guy, the yeah. Mark Sterling. He's a indie wrestler. Okay, I didn't know that. And I don't know if he is a lawyer as well, but I know he's an indie wrestler, Mark Sterling. And he was great. I thought his promo was tight. Like he came out and he he cut a really good promo. You know, again, and you know they're trying to do the whole gimmick where they're trying to ban. The, the paradigm shift and shit like that and I'm like this doesn't make sense like if you look at well, cause the MJF, last because MJF's trying to find a way to win yeah but I'm saying like if you look at the last three of or three or so of Mox's defenses he's won with several different submission moments um, submission holds you know like the an arm bar with Cage right, right. he won with uh, the, that choke hold thing that he's been known to do with um, I forget. Oh, I forget. Oh, uh, Brody Lee, with the the chokehold that the rear naked chokehold and shit like that. And he's won other matches with that too. I'm like, he has more. Like, why would you? This would be the only move that you ban. Yeah. So I thought that was funny, uh, or not funny. I just I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care for this silliness. It's too much silliness here. To me, the best part was his assistant, that that chick. Smiling. She, she had she had that like 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 that um. Like that prisoner smile, like smile yeah. for the camera. Yeah. Like there's a guy, there's a guy behind her holding a, a holding a gun to her back. Smile pretty for yeah, the camera. Yeah. Um, was I thought at least that was consistent with stuff because like if you he's always telling her to he's smile, yeah, smile yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. So I, I appreciate the consistency of that. You know, I did like the when the lawyer was talking about the the paradigm shift. Like it could take me out. It could take him out. It could take out Wardlow. And Warlock just kind of gives a side look, like, no, it can't. <laughs> like, and then he looks away. Um, so I thought that was funny. It had good moments. It's just, yeah, I wasn't fan. Too much silliness, especially after Moxie's serious promo. I thought, like, I feel like Moxie is working a different program than MJF is working. You know, because Moxie didn't really address the the whole campaign shit. You know, it feels like two different stories that they're trying to mix into one. I didn't like this promo. Um, and then they, they talked about the contract signing for next week or this week depending on when you're listening um, after this we have the Jurassic Express Natural Nightmares defeating 
uh, Butcher and the Blade and the Lucha Bros. This was an okay match. Yeah. It was very ambitious with stuff, but it was just okay. I gave it three. That's what I gave it. Uh, the best thing of this was Eddie Kingston coming out and doing a great fucking promo. Um, and then he has that shit-stained smile when they're all hugging. Like, So I guess De- Death Triangle is done? I, I, they don't know when they're going to get packed back. Yeah. So they, they have to move on. You know? Yeah. I mean, I had such high hopes for that, for that faction. I loved it. I, I wanted... Maybe that maybe it'll lead to something. But, yeah, I want... Yeah. But they can't get them in. So, But they do have the Lucha Bros, so they got to do something with them. You know, hey, listen. It's with Eddie Kingston, so I'm all yeah. He's gonna be I'm the mouthpiece. If they're all four of them are together, obviously he's gonna be the mouthpiece. Yeah, yeah. He he's the mouthpiece. He's still he's gonna be there as a performer as well, but I think he's mostly gonna be their mouthpiece. And yeah. Um, after this, we have a Britt Baker promo, which was whatever. Um, pro, trying to they're trying to they're gonna have a, a handicap match apparently with Swole. I don't know how that's approved. Uh, after this, we have. Can we stop to admire the beauty of Zelina Vega? Yeah. <laughs> Please? Can we just have a moment to admire her beauty? But they don't put the camera on her all the I time. I know. You gotta look at um, Tez. <laughs> that's I... his name now, Tez. What are you talking about? Montez Ford? Oh. They call him Tez. There you go. There you go. There you go. Okay, anyway. But we're not the pervy show. Um. <laughs> Says you. Uh, hold on. Zelina Vega, of course we are. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, after this, we had Tony interviewing Orange Cassidy. More silliness. I didn't yeah, like. Yeah, the whole and, thing was stupid. And then you had um, he he Tony interviews Orange Cassidy, but of course Orange Cassidy doesn't say anything. And then Jericho comes out, and he could see. I they like how they made him look very distraught because he lost the match last right, week. Right. Right. And he's, his hair's all a mess, and he's drinking and shit like that. And, um, and he's pissed because he lost to this guy who puts his hands in his pockets. And I get that. It's just that, of course, they have to go into this silliness. And, and I get the, the match. You know, it, it's the, the mimosa mayhem. He's all about, the, he's all about the, the bubbly. He's all about the orange juice, apparently. Uh... And so now they're going to have the mix of two and have this weird type of uh, pin or submission or get thrown into a vat of mimosa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where they're going to have, a, I guess, a vat of 80 gallons of orange juice and 50 crates of wine, uh, champagne. I, I I don't know. Like, yeah. I'm like, really? That's uh, WWE territory right there. Yeah, it's a gimmicky thing. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Um, have you ever had a mimosa? No. Never had, it's it's like a breakfast alcoholic I've drink. I've heard of it. I just never had it. Yeah. And this, and this match not going to make me want it anymore. <laughs> um, uh, should I stop there? Um, yeah, you know what? Stop there. I'll, I'll finish mine and the official shows off. All right. Next time I'll keep track, I promise. All right, no worries. No worries. Um, so they show, next thing they show Pat McAfee arriving with, with um, former NFL players AJ Hawk and Gary Butler. AJ Hawk, by the way, great name for wrestler. That's his real name. Yeah. Um, they do Moth into the Flame by Metallica as the theme song for NFC Table. Yeah. Which is a great song. Yeah. Um, did I skip it? Home to see where they sh- I don't know where they showed it. Hold on, give me one sec. I'm sorry. What are you looking for? No, I want to see something. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, I did this all backwards. It's fine. Ass backwards. 
Hell yeah, that's bad. That's why I think I do things. Like, oh, so for those listening, we're, this this show is going to have a co-main event. So we're doing this review, the Wednesday Night Smarks. Right. We'll review the show against each other. And then after this, we're going to do our takeover review. Oh, you're right. You know what? That wasn't the first match. Okay. I you're you're was. 100% right. What was first? Shotzi Blackheart and Rhea Ripley versus Robert Stonebrand. Really? Yeah. Why don't I remember that match? Because it was an okay match? Yeah, it's probably garbage. I went three and a quarter. It wasn't bad. I don't know why the other site I was on didn't have it. I got to start writing shit down. It was good. How did it end? Who won that? Um, uh, let me see. Who won it? Why don't I remember that? Um, hold on. Of course, I have the, doesn't have the. F- Here we go. So maybe. So maybe it didn't. <laughs> I'm, I, I, this is why, this is why I, I should write shit down. Anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> they did a promo for uh. Keith Lee and Karrion Cross, but I don't remember where they did it. I don't know if it's on here or not. Yeah, that match was on the show, but uh, it wasn't. Yeah, it was on that show. That promo, I love that promo. Now, I'll be honest with you. When I first saw it, I'm like, "Why are they using this old ass, this twenty, the seventeen year old Metallica song as one of the worst ones?" Mm-hmm. But then during the song, it says TikTok. Oh uh, yeah. So I'm like, "Okay, it fits." And the promo was great. The whole video the package video was package, awesome. Yeah. The music fit. So Pat McAfee comes to the ring, talking, uh, talking about. His match with Adam Cole at um, TakeOver. And he's talking. He's the heel. He's obviously talking crap about, you know, he's going to do this, he's going to do that. You know, I'm gonna, I'm an athlete. I'm this, I'm that, whatever. I loved it. It was great. This was I, a great And I love Adam promo. Cole just sitting there, like, no like no expression on his face. Mm-hmm. Like, this dead silence. <laughs> and then he comes out, I'm going to make egos. He goes, this Saturday TakeOver, I'm going to make you my bitch. It was a great promo. It, it was awesome. As a promo, for Snarks. As a promo. As like a in-ring thing, thingy. Yeah. I like that, that um, Pat McAfee came out with the NFL players and Adam came out with the UE. No, yeah. He, he, he dropped a great fucking promo. Like the promo itself was on its own. Was to fucking McAfee? awesome. Yeah, McAfee. Oh, yeah. Now he, the dude could talk. I was like, holy shit. Like I always knew he could talk, you know, because I liked his, his little thing that he would do with the kickoff shows and shit like that. I never listened to his podcast or anything like that. But, yeah, this dude came out there, did a straight, straight up promo. I thought he was going to talk like the shicey shit. No, he came up there saying, I'm going to kick your ass. You know? Um, my only problem, I'll get into my problem with the the, the match he had um, at TakeOver. Uh, All right. But, I'm curious. Okay, I'm curious what you're going to say. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the Continue. So anyway, so the match that I was talking about, Leah and Mercedes Martinez versus Shotzi Blackheart and Rhea Ripley. That's next. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know why it was out of order, but whatever. Good match. Wasn't great, but it was good. So I went three, I went three and a quarter on it. I can't recall it. I can't fucking recall no, it. I, I, would do it. I, would, I love that Shotzi came out with the helmet. She was kissing it like she missed it. She almost lost it when her guard got stolen. Why the hell? Yeah. I can't recall that match. I'm not trying to say shit on them. I just can't recall that match. 
I, I was not impressed with this episode for sure uh, especially for a go home show I thought it was kind of weak but I can't remember this fucking match god damn it go ahead continue. All right, so anyway they do the video hyping up Karen Cross and Keith Lee great video package using I like the, the special effects that they did with the slams yeah with the, with the smoke yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Slams, like an explosion I thought that was cool um, I like the fact that they showed how dangerous Karrion Cross is. Like, he took out Tommaso Ciampa. He basically punked out Tommaso Ciampa. They, sh- they want to show how dangerous he is. Yeah. He took out a former NXT champion, well, Tommaso shit, Ciampa. I, he took out Dominic Dijakovic. Well, props to Dom because as much as I don't like the Karrion Cross character or the Karrion Cross entrance, to, to, be, <laughs> to be frank, uh, they've done an incredibly proper push with him. You yeah, know, he just comes out and destroys. His matches don't last too long, and they just he just destroys people. And he always looks like he's in control. Yeah, like he never feels like he's really threatened. Yeah, so, so I, I think they've done a really good job of really pushing him the proper way. Um, look at that! Look how high he gets, dude. That and dude, he twists all up in the sky. That dude's so tiny. Uh, I can't. He needs a singles run as like in the cruiserweight division. Yeah. Alright, so um, next up we had the main event. Velveteen Dream, Finn Balor defeated Velveteen Dream to advance to the ladder match. I think I said it before, my problem with Velveteen Dream. Dude's really talented. His ma- this match was on in a bubble. This match was great. Because it, 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 it was great. In a bubble. One thing I didn't like about it is that everybody kept coming out. That's involved in ladder match. Yeah, that, that was getting. That it was getting. getting I didn't mind. I didn't mind. Then who was the first one? Come on, who was the first one that Cameron came out? Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. <laughs> Going to I the didn't move. mind like one person coming out, but they all came out eventually. Yeah, I mean that they always. Yeah, any like even AEW does it like when they. Yeah, the, I don't like when they do it either. So yeah, you know, like um, it's it's how they try, they're trying to put heat on the the the, the pay per view, you know. And that's this is usually how they do it. Get everyone who's involved in it and get out there, you know, and do something. But I think it's better when they do it like after a match, not during a match, you know. Oh no, Velveteen Dream wins. Why did I say Finn Bell wins? Because that's what you want. Yes, yes. That's what should have happened, probably. Yes. Um. But, but yeah, the the match, like I said, in a bubble, and by itself, the match itself was great. Because they're both extremely talented. Like, they work well with each other. I just don't want to see Velveteen Dream in NXT anymore. Yeah. And I, I, I was more impressed with Finn here. I thought he did really good. Yeah, Finn's not, Finn is starting to find his form now in NXT. I, doesn't he just feel like a guy there, though? I feel like he's just going to get called right back up to the main roster. Because he's what is he doing there? He's just there to do pew-pews. And, and do um, um, shoot-talking. With the, well, I you're think gonna, you're I gonna think, get the Finn rub. Well, I think eventually we're gonna get Karen Cross Finn Balor for the NXT belt. I, I guess I don't know. That was your main event. Um, yeah. Oh. And and it ended with Bronson Reed holding up the North American Championship, you know, hinting that he's gonna win it. Well, that yeah. made me feel like he wasn't gonna win it. Yeah, that's true. Because you never hold the belt. You know, that tells me he's not gonna win it. That's the tradition. If he ever, if the wrestler ever picks up the belt. He doesn't win it. I think they did that with um, Tampa, where he wanted to pick up the belt, but he didn't. He he, he let it go. He's like, no, not yet. And then that 
that pay-per-view or whatever, he won the belt. You dover know? pick up the belt. <laughs> hey, Ronson Reed's young. He'll learn. Yeah, he'll learn. Alright, so let's get to your show. Um, next up, we have the Elite versus the Dark Order. Defeating the Dark Order. I love this match a lot. Uh, thought it was fun. High action. Uh, after the match, we see shades of Kenny cracking again. Uh, Alan Angels was great in this. This was just a lot of great fucking spots and everything. I love this. This was a lot of fun. Um, I did like that Alan Angels got the one wing angel. So it's like the one wing Alan Angels. Yeah. <laughs> Get it? One yeah, wing yeah, Alan yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here all day. Tip your waitress. Um, I gave it four snarks. I loved it. Um, I went three and a half, three and three quarters. Okay. Like the didn't. It was good. Right? Just, you know, it was good. After this, we have Alex Marvez interviewing Tully and FTR. And they're talking about... They announced their gauntlet match for next week. Uh, and then Adam Page comes out pissed off about what they did the week before during Tag Team Appreciation Day. And um, and they they basically explained themselves. And uh, just, just more heat with Adam Page and what he's going to do. Is he more on their side? Is, is he still being pushed away from the elite? Stuff like that. Um, is he going to be a member of the, the Four Horsemen? Uh, so that was good. Just good more storytelling right there. Uh, and teasing for what's happening next week. After this, we have Darby Allen versus Will Hobbs. Defeating Will Hobbs in a squash match. And as a squash match, I give this four. Because uh, I like the way they did it. Um, Hobbs was overpowering. Um, Allen was... Treated as underdog here, but he he still won very fast, right? You know, because he's just smarter and faster and shit like that. But he still was overpowered by Hobbs. I thought that was good, and then he was the one that won. Allen, that is, Darby Allen. Um, I, uh, the funny line here with commentary was, Kyoto was the referee here, Kyoto. Uh, and then you have Jr. Like, you know what the great thing about referees is when you don't notice that they're there. And then Kyoto, I didn't notice Kyoto was refereeing this no, match. I think that was a shot because I hear a lot of things like on different, that they think that um, Orby Edwards is so in spotlight. Like, she's so dramatic when she does everything. Oh, really? You think that was a shoot? So I think that was a shoot on the fact that everybody knows folks on Orby Edwards. Oh, okay. So you want to, you know, the referee shouldn't be, should be, should just be that kind of like, she shouldn't be part of the show. I think that was a shoot on Orby Edwards. <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, so I like how Darby Allen was booked here as an underdog against the powerful Will Hobbs and still won. As a squash, I gave it four. Right. Um, same, I, I, I'll agree with you on that. Because it was different than a uh, usual squash. Where right. The person comes out and he just destroys. He won because he was just faster and better. It was good. I, I, I liked it. Um, you know, I think it was like under three minutes or something like that. After this, uh, Sammy. Did the they went picture in picture, and Sammy came out with the cue cards. Now, did you see this? No. This is why I I, I watched the picture in picture. Now, they actually did something in the picture in picture. Okay. Here. Sammy comes out with his cue cards, you know the usual cue cards where he's making fun of whoever he's in yeah. the feud with, right? And you read the first one, he's like, "Hey, um, Matt, you're an idiot," but whatever. I'm paraphrasing. 
you're an idiot. And he keeps going and stuff that he wrote. And all of a sudden, the font changes. And all of a sudden, it says, Sammy is not really sorry. And he's going to get his revenge. And he, But he doesn't know that it says something different, right? And he goes, and then Sammy's going to be deleted. And then Sammy looks, he's like, wait, what the fuck is this? It's not what I wrote. And then all of a sudden, Matt Hardy comes out from behind um, Sammy and starts attacking him with a chair and being the shit out of Sammy. This is all happening within picture in picture, right? And he even puts Sammy through a table and shit like that. And this is all, and then afterwards, it comes back and then Sammy's already fucked up and he's trying to fuck up Sammy more. And then I think this is where they announce the tables match between them two uh, for next week or this week, whatever. Um, so yeah, I did like how they did that all in picture in picture. Like, like, don't turn away. You're gonna miss something. Um, so that was that. The after that, oh, right after that, we had the Thunder Rosa promo. This made me so fucking happy. She's gunning right for Sheeta at All Out, I think. Um, loved it. And and she had the NWA Women's Title with her. Yeah, that's showing right. like a seriousness to that. From which we maybe they're working together. Maybe, uh, hopefully, you know what? I'm gonna call it. She wins. She wins, and maybe with the help of this next team, I'll get to in a second. Um, um real quick, I'm sorry. One more wrestling note for DC fandom: Samoa Joe doing the voice of King Shark. Really? I did not know that. I think that. in the video game. In the video game. Okay. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. I just read it. I'm like, oh, Smoke Joe. <laughs> That's cool, though. The three wrestling references in DC, DC fandom. fandom. I'm sorry. Continue. No, no worries. That was good. That was good. Um, so after Thunder Rosa promo, which got me so fucking excited, um, we have Ivelisse and Diamante defeating the Nightmare Sisters. This was a surprise to me. Um, which was a happy surprise. Yes, definitely. I was like, holy shit. Um, this was the finals for the Women's Tag um, Tournament Cup, or however they put it. Um, I did like how this was the full presentation of the tournament. Like, they even changed the coloring of the lighting a little bit to be like that purple tinge. Um, Veda Scott came out because she's been the commentary on the okay. YouTube show. Um, uh, you had Shaw Garel out there doing the announcement. Um, and then after the the team wins, Medusa was there giving the flowers and shit like that. Um, so I did love that it gave like the whole presentation of the tournament. Um, and the match itself was very, very decent. Yeah, I'm sorry. It wasn't like great, but for Brandy, <laughs> yeah, I'm, it was fucking good. And I'm glad they didn't give it to the Nightmare Sisters. Yeah, because yeah. that's what we were expecting. Yeah, because like they're the as far as we know, Ivelisse and Diamante are not signed. So, the idea, or the way I figured it was, they were going to give it to the the, the two people that are actually signed to the right. company, which is Nightmare <coughs> Sisters, right? Um, so, hopefully this means Ivelisse and Diamante are signed. Right. Ivelisse is, like, one of the great, like, one of the best women today in wrestling. Um... And Diamante's really, really good. It's unfortunately, she had a bad showing in that one match. Right, right. Um, but she is very, very good. Uh, even, yeah, it's, it's, so I, I was happy that they won, you know? Also, it's my people, you know? Mi, mi raza. Um, so, and like I said, the match wasn't bad, you know? I think everyone did their part well. 
you know, and and, and everything they had enough time, and it worked out. I thought it was good. Um, I did like, I thought it was funny how Brandy came out and with her toys. Yeah. And then the little font that came in the middle of her said Lil Brand Brand. That's you know, what it, you know what's great about toy. those toys? That Brandy one is the hardest one to find. And that's right. the one that's worth the most money. Really? Yeah. I got it. <laughs> um. So, well, probably now because she's been out there pimping it. Every fucking week she comes out because she has, she's the only woman's, in, only wrestler in AEW, women's wrestler in AEW that has her own toy right now. Um. So that that was good. Uh, yeah, I gave it three and three quarters. I thought it was good. Um, it's selling on eBay for a hundred dollars. I might cash in. Let's see. <laughs> well, let's see what it was sold for though. So yeah, somebody sold on eBay, brand new in package, one hundred five, one hundred five, one hundred ten, one hundred twenty five. Why? Who are these people? They're probably like one or two to a box or something. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, anyway. So right after, so so yeah, Ivelisse and Diamante won. They go to get the to- the trophy. Medusa's there to give them the flowers, but then they're like, "Fuck this shit!" They throw the flowers <laughs> down. She's having so much trouble. She's having so, so much watching trouble. Mandy Rose throwing the bill. Mandy's got to flip the table over, and she couldn't flip the table over, and she's struggling. And you can see she stopped for a second because she got so frustrated. Yeah, that's frustrating. I feel sorry for her. I feel bad. I, for I'm her. laughing because yeah. the, the visual was yeah. great. But the fact that she was struggling with it, she yeah. just stopped for a second just to compose herself. Yeah. And then you could tell some of your little sitting over there trying not to laugh and yeah. waiting for the finish. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. Um, that was, that was a that funny was hilarious. Moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, where was I? Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. So, they, they go to present the the winners of the, the, the Ivelisse and Diamante who won the tag tournament. And with the flowers, Medusa gives them the flowers, and they're like, "Fuck this!" They throw the flowers to the ground, and they take out their flags, and they 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 present it. Which I like that. So that was good. It shows them that they're badass, and uh, hopefully they're gonna be doing a lot with these two. Um, and, uh, and those are your winners, Ivelisse and Diamante. And you hope they interfere and, and help. Um, yes. Your girl well, I'm thinking maybe that's what they're gonna do. Maybe Thunder cool. Rosa comes out, and maybe they have like this super strong women's faction. That, I, 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 I could dig that. That's I could dig that. Yeah. That'd be cool. And um, maybe could lead to a tag, a women's tag, you know, t- um, champions or something. Like that. Then, Which I thought was weird because if I was watching um, AEW's YouTube channel and they have like the Rotus, and they were talking about this Roto to Saturday show, and Brandy was. My one problem with Brandy is that she's all over the place right now. She's either a heel face or a heel on face. I, I can't figure her out. And in this interview with Tony Schiavone, she was like a heel. She was like being a bitch and shit. And, you know, talking about her toy. She's all conceited and shit like that. And um, they kept talking about it as if it was a championship match. They kept saying that, you know, you and the, um, the Nightmare Sisters are in this championship match. I was like, what? So I was wondering, like, I thought, I wonder if the idea was to present titles here, and maybe mm. they just decided at the last minute not to, like, maybe it's not ready for that. Yeah. Look, can we can we not ignore the fact two things: one, that Mandy Rose looks hot in that outfit, <laughs> and two, that Allie was the bunny for a while. Whatever happened to that? Well, it, I'm so going to die on that bridge. I want to know what happened to the bunny. I mean, it, 
what were they really doing with it? But the, yeah, I want to know. I don't care if they got rid of it. Yeah. But don't just switch it up like that and not say anything. You know, they, they just kind of just got rid of it one week. One week she was the boy, next week she wasn't. Yeah. Do something. I, I want an explanation, but... Yes, I do. But I don't care. You know, it's like, it, it was a dark, like, thing, right? It was an AEW dark thing that she appeared the most on. Still. But yeah, I want to... I, I don't need that explanation. I do. I would like it, but I don't need it. Um... So yeah, so that where was I? Thunder Rosa promo, Diamante wins. Okay. Uh, after this, they announced the Thursday show. AW is gonna be on Thursday this week. Um, Jericho's gonna be on commentary, which I'm looking forward to. He's always great on commentary. Um, they talked about the tag gauntlet, which is gonna have the Nightmare, Natural Nightmares, Young Bucks, Best Friends, and FTR to determine the the number one contenders for the titles. Uh, I think the obvious thing is FTR is going to win this. Yes. I think it'll be FTR, Young Bucks in the finals. Like, it'll, there'll be left two teams standing. You think so? Yeah. I don't think so. It, it, it makes sense based on what FTR's promo against. But do you think they want to burn that right now? That They've been building up to that. You know? Yeah, but I mean. I think. I think, I think we will. I think they. I think Young Bucks. Because the, the stakes are. I think, I think it's going to be Bucks and FTR. The stakes are. The winner gets a title shot. That the stakes are high now. That's what the stakes are. But right, I'm saying is that that'd be a perfect place to put it. Those are the stakes. I don't know. I don't know if they want to burn it on a TV show like that. You know, I would. I think the Young Bucks defeat the Natural Nightmares, but then lose to the Best Friends. Right? No. Why not? It's. I, I think it should be Bucks FTR. Because then you can have maybe Adam Page coming out to watch the match. Because all the crap that they talked at and paid about could be the Bucks. Now those are your friends. Do you think FTR somehow or someone comes to interfere in this? I don't think they're gonna burn it so soon, especially not promote it. You know, like FTR versus Bucks. They've been building up for this for yeah, years. I guess I don't. You know? know. I, I don't think they're gonna burn it so far. Maybe, maybe they'll cost them the match, the best friends match. I don't want to like. You know what I'm saying? Like, FTR best friends, I just don't care. I mean, not that I don't care. It's the gauntlet, but I'm just saying, it's the gauntlet. They're in their their rankings and shit like that. They will perform great, for sure. But I'm just saying, in this gauntlet match, I think someone's going to interfere in the Bucks thing, cost them the match, and then whoever's next moves up. Maybe Hangman Page caused the Bucks to lose. To set up, you know, because of all the because of, mm-hmm. because what um, Cash Wheeler was saying about the Bucks, mm-hmm. maybe. But I don't think they lose to FTR. I think they lose prior to. Right, that. I'm saying yeah. if, if they're gonna go that way, that'd be the way to go. Yeah. Uh, after this, I mean, yeah. So that's that's one thing for Thursday. Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara in a tables match is for Thursday. Moxie MGF contract signing is for Thursday, uh, and then there there's. Uh, handicap match with Britt Baker, Penelope Ford, and Swole. Well, no, it's, it um, it's, not, it's not Penelope Ford. It's um, it's yes. Penelope Ford and not Britt Baker. It's Penelope Ford and um. Oh, that's right, Reba. Reba, Reba. against Swole, Big Swole. Yeah. Um, against uh Big Swole, I think it's just to make Big Swole look good, going into their all-out match. Uh, and then after that, we had the, the main event. 
Yeah. And I fucking loved it. I didn't. I fucking loved it. I didn't. This oh, was this oh, was Brock Lesnar Cena SummerSlam. Nah, mm. This was a uh, fucking I, awesome. Oh, no, 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 no. Yep. This I had so many problems with this. There's nothing wrong with this. This was oh, fucking awesome. Oh, there's a lot wrong with this. Nothing wrong with this shit. What was wrong? Talk about it. Talk about it first. It was great. He comes out. Um, Cody tries to get like a upper hand early on, but Brody just fucking drop kicks him out of fucking nowhere, and then just destroys him. Fucking destroys him. Suplexes him. Power slams him. And then three minutes later, he gets the fucking um, discus lariat. Fucking turns him all out. And Cody just couldn't really get any defense. Oh, offense in there. Called it. All right, cool. Um, I mean, that um, was obvious. That Mandy was obvious. Rose just pinned Sony to go. Yeah, that's the obvious thing. Yeah. Um, that, it, Cody just couldn't get any offense in. He was just, he was just, it was just too much for him. Yeah. Cody was on burning the can on both fans. They built that up for months now. Yeah. And this was just too much. It was just too much. And Cody and Brody won. Look, I don't like the idea awesome. that. And, and. They fucking trolled you. All you motherfuckers thought that the red beard I, motherfucker was gonna be there. No, no, that didn't happen. I think they filmed it. Nah, I don't think so. That was a troll. He wasn't even there. I don't. Uh, um, how do I say this? Why give it to another WWE guy? Ex WWE guy. You have. Oh my god. Oh. I forgot he had the money in the bank. Oh, this came out. I forgot he yeah. had it. They should have gave it to... I don't... They made Brody Lee look like Lance Archer should have looked. That is human Lance Archer blowing through Cody Rhodes like that. Not Brody Lee. It makes... Now it makes... I, no. I don't mind Brody Lee winning it. So why... Why I don't can't mind, it be Brody Lee doing this? I don't, I don't mind Bro, I don't mind Brody Lee winning it. But not, not a, basically squashing Cody. This was Cody at the at his at his end. Like he was burning the candle at no. both ends. He was done. You know? No, I, I, I didn't I I didn't like it. I, I hated the fact that and I hated Brody's promo after. He was like, I've never been giving it a chance here until now. Never given a chance. Dude, you had a title you had a, you had a world title match a couple months ago. He's the heel. You never had given a chance. He's talking shit. He's the heel. That's I, what he's supposed to say. I uh, the delusional heel. I, I don't like the fact that Cody got squashed like that. I that was fucking awesome. No, no one expected that shit. I no one expected yeah. it. That just because awesome. just because you're doing something that nobody expects of me, but the it right was thing done do. good. Yeah, this was the was same. As, yes, how was it wrong? And I don't get the whole stupid ex WWE guy. Forget everyone that. is ex WWE guy. Yeah, they signed everyone. Right. So but, everyone's gonna be an ex WWE guy. Okay, why why couldn't they make Lance Archer look like this against Cody? Have Lance Archer just blow through Cody Rhodes? Because they were building up that title. This was for the, that 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 was for that title. Now to, after that Cody got won the title. He made the title mean something. And now it's now it's moving on. Now they're gonna move it on to um, Bro, um Brody Lee. I I, I wasn't his a, I wasn't a fan. Of, I don't mind. Like, again, I don't mind that he won it that much. I guess I can live with that. I don't like the way he did it. I don't like the fact he just he basically they, they dropped out Cody Rhodes to, to make him look really strong when they could. I just I don't like it. That's how you do it? Uh, it's, no. it's it's the same similar to the Cena Brock SummerSlam at SummerSlam. Yeah. 
the those year all those years ago. And I hated that too. That was fucking awesome because it wasn't expected. It was like holy shit. And he, yeah, but, at least, he, he but at least Brock Lesnar, he's Brock fucking Lesnar. I could see him doing that. But Brody Lee, I don't understand that. Why don't you see Brody Lee doing that? I, he's not. The he, dude is fucking he do, huge. He doesn't have the intimidation. And he's a great wrestler. He How does, does not have the intimidation? He doesn't have the intimidation fact that Brock Lesnar has. Hell, not even close. Hell, he doesn't have the intimidating fact that Lance Archer has. He does? Dude's fucking huge. No. I, I wasn't a fan. I liked what happened post-match, mm-hmm. where he's in, like Cody's laid out in the ring, and like this match happening, and, and Brody's giving his throat in the ring. It's like a, I, that the post-match was, thing made it even better. I love the post-match the, thing. The post-match beatdown and shit. I liked it. It went a little too far after a while, but for the most part, the post-match thing wasn't bad. The, the only thing I didn't like about the post-match thing was the Brandy thing. Uh, everything before that I thought was great, where they're, they're taking Cody out. Cody does the thumbs up, but then they're like, nope, fuck him up. And then, you know, the the, the Dark Order people start to surround him, and then, what's his face? Um, Arn was like, starts fighting. When was the last time we saw him fighting, right? Yeah. You know, I think it was at the last all out, when he did the, the, the spine buster, the spears. I think it was all out. Um... And you know, that, you know, but here was he's legit fighting, which is usually something you don't see. They saved that for this, you know, you know, because every other time there's like a fight, he's like, all right, I'm, I'm leaving, you know. But this time he had to fight, right? And he's fighting for Cody, you know. And then, and then the part where it kind of it didn't lose me, but the whole thing where Brandy comes out, and again, this is one of the things I was saying like Brandy's all over the place, you know. Well, she's, she's not protecting her man. Yeah, but it's the idea of her being. A heel here. She's a face over here. Like, a heel I look at this the way. I look at Brandy, and I, I see what you're saying. I do. Yeah. With Brandy, she's a heel. She's a bitch. But when it comes to Cody, she's protection. Yeah. Like, like, like one thing to her. I guess the way they do it, one thing has nothing to do with the other. Yeah. I'm a bitch. I will do whatever I take to win. But if my man's in trouble, I'm gonna try to protect him. Yeah. So I have no problem with that. Yeah. But then they, you know, because they they're not gonna touch a woman, right? They had um, so they had Anna J come out, which and, was cool. I had no problem with that. that was I just rough. I just seems so silly. Like, well, we got girls here too, you know. Well, I, it just seems so silly. Like that. I'm not saying I expected them to beat her down too, but I just felt like just end so, it there. And if move everybody on, was you know? gonna be able to was good, was willing to take the beating for the show, would have been brand new. Yeah. She'll be like, okay, don't like, don't go crazy, but like, you, you know, give her a little bit of a beatdown. But you know, in this day and age, with the yeah. whole speaking out, you you don't want to see that. Yeah, so yeah, I understand yeah. that, but just end it there. Just yeah. have them leave. Like we fucked her whole just, family. With her just over his body, just like you know. Yeah, you know that would have been fine, but you have to have Anna J come out and do the choco. I get it, and then I guess they're building up to maybe a match between them two at one Pro- point. Probably. Yeah. And then of course they dragged out the the rest of the Nightmare family. Q T Marshall's fucked up. Um, um, Dustin's all fucked up and shit like that. Uh, I loved it. I thought I loved this whole thing. I, I like I, I love the post match stuff for the most it. part. I I five snarked it. <laughs> yeah. Hell no. Hell no. Three and a half. If that, I nah, hate it. This, I love the post match. I hate the match itself. I did not. I did not like what they did. I, I fucking love it. Oh no, no. I guess no. I got squash rated, but it was a five squash. If you're gonna squash it as a five, maybe. Yeah. But that, I mean, yeah, it's a match. Of course not. It's a three-minute squash. But you know, like I can't, I can't, I can't use the squash rating for a title match. Why not? I just can't. It's not a squash match. 
a squash match would be Lance Archer blowing through. I mean, Brody Lee blowing through a job. That's a squash match. I can't put no, a, this was a squash. I can't put a squash rating Cody on. Cody was squashed. I can't put a squash rating on a title match. No, I just, Cody I just got can't do no it. offense. I, that's no not a squash offense. match. I can't put a squash match on that. But it is a squash match. That's what this was. It but was the squash, squash ratings reserved for matches that are squash matches. That when the match opens up, you know it's gonna be a squash match. That that nah. Yeah. I think if it's a squash, it's a squash. Yeah, but and you Cody want. Was I'll, I'll, I'll be asking you this then. Let me ask you this then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Going into the match. Hmm? Would you have said squash match? Did yes. I think it was yes. going to be a squash no. match? When they announced this match, yeah, was your first thought squash match? No, no. Then that's not a squash match. It, it became a squash match, but you can't rate it as a squash match because it wasn't supposed to be a squash match. Like it's not. It, it, but not, that, it wasn't booked as fair. a squash. Like, match. Yes, not it is. To know. It wasn't booked as a squash match. Yeah, but you're not supposed to know how it's booked. Yeah, you but know? then you can't. Like give, if you have, you can't like, give, no, no, no. What I'm saying is you can't give it a five snark, a five snark squash rating because not a, it's not a quote unquote real squash match. It was a title match that bro you just blew through Cody Rhodes. Yeah. But you're not supposed to know when a squash match is coming. Come on. You, Real, no, dude. Really? They don't book it to be like... If you have obvious. a 190-pound guy fighting Brock Lesnar, that's a squash match. Yeah, but you don't you know really it. Know, yeah, they might do something like with um, Finn no. Balor, when Finn Balor had offense and shit like that. Remember? No, I would Finn not. Balor, that went like over 10 minutes with Brock, right? And that's not a squash match. Yeah. But you I, look I at that and you expect a no, squash match, right? I'm not booking squash matches... I'm not. I'm not looking at a, a, t- a TV, t- a TNT title match that's been defended for weeks and made to look strong just to rank it on the squash scale. I can't do that. No, it's Kate. You can't rank it on a squash match. Oh wow! Look at his gear. I just got it. The Rey Mysterio. Yeah, I just got it. I was like, what is? What is his gear? He's wearing Rey Mysterio's gear. I can't rank a title match on the squash scale. I, I can't do it. I don't see why not. If it's a squash, it's a squash. I, I can't do it. No, I, I just can't do it. And I said th- I went three on this. I did not. I, I enjoyed the post match thing, but the match itself, I I don't like that they, they did it like that. I don't mind Brody winning it. I guess I can live with that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they blew through Cody like that. I loved it. Mm. I loved it. The whole thing was just great mm-hmm. to me. I went three, um, three and a quarter. And it just makes me more interested in the future. Like, uh, they legitimized Dark Order. This was a, a better version of what they did in December. Remember with that Dark Order gimmick angle? Yeah. Where I, they, they beat up everyone? Yeah. This was a better, way better version of that. And they worked. And it worked. It just worked. I guess. I just... I don't like to say, you know... Uh, I, I just wasn't a fan of the way they did it. I don't think that, that, that Brody Lee did what Lance Archer couldn't. And they, and they keep... Booking Lance Archer as Murderhawk, and he has been anything but the Murderhawk. I don't know. What but yet Brody Lee's coming and, and squashes the TNT champion who's been defending his title all the time, who, who is one of the best wrestlers in that company. I just no, no. I, I I'm not, no. I don't I'm not gonna, understand I'm, the problem. I, I am not going to agree with you on this. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Anyway, I loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, that was AEW. I think. Match of Night for me was that. I loved it. You're insane. Um, Match of Night means FTR and Private Party. Okay. Uh, did you finish your, your... Yeah, you did the yeah, main event. Show uh, of the Night, obviously, AEW for you. Yeah. Um, for me, I'll probably give the AEW because they did have more going on for the most part. And again, the Velveteen Dream thing threw me off a little bit. I think that's going to be a problem until they get rid of them. Yeah, but, yeah. but again, the match... They, they, 
NXT didn't have any really bad matches. No, I just felt like they it should have been more exciting, especially if you're not being opposed. And by uh, any other wrestling show, anyway. But it felt like the, it just felt like a regular show. It felt like it felt like the NXT show on a network. It felt good, but, but it, it did. This is one. It's a show that they just did regular stuff on for the most part. There was no real go home stuff or real go home moments. This was go home for takeover. This, you know, and you, go home for takeover, and you're unopposed. Go all out. Do some big shit here. I'm not saying well, they also matches, knew. They but... also knew that they were what they were up against. They did. They weren't against AEW. They were up against the NHL playoffs and NBA playoffs. But they still, also knew what they were up against. Yeah, but still, build up the show. Do some exciting shit so people can be like, oh shit, you know. I mean, I don't know what they could have done, but right. I mean, they, but still, that's not. They did enough. They did enough to make you interested in taking. I didn't. Like I was. It, some of it made me less interested with the the whole Dakota Kai thing where they just made her look weak. I was like, yeah. And then uh, the, whatever they did with Karen Cross. What were they doing Karen Cross this episode? Nothing. They did they, 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 they just did, did that promo. Yeah, so that was yeah. Um, yeah, it just, I was just, it was just there for the most part. They did that one thing with the, the main event where they had the, all the latter people come out. Which which was, at first it was cool when Kevin Rhymes came out. Then they I all know. started coming out and they all started fighting each other. Or I just wish they did it after the match. Why right. do it during the match? You know? Just give... Whatever. I, it's, yeah. It, it just felt like a weak go-home show. A good NXT show, but a weak go-home show. I don't know about weak, but it was... It, it could have been better, but I'm not going to say weak. For a go-home show, that was weak. Mm. For NXT show, it was fine. It was fine. Regular NXT show. Some good wrestling all around. And it was fine. But for a go-home show, you know, when the next the next couple of days you're going to have a, a takeover, it was kind of weak. To get me interested in everything that you're going to do on that show. You know? All right. Um, real quick. So we're up to Seth Rollins, Dominic Mysterio match. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on him so far? Dominic I mean, he got the basics. He's not... He's not fucking, you know, Hoover 2 Guerrero or anything like that. He's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm just curious. Like, I... I, He could probably... I mean, as good as he's good at... He, he might be. He hmm. probably should be in NXT first. Yeah, I mean, I feel like people are overstating him. You know, with the... They, they, he does like a full-body... Like Tope and shit like that, and people are like, "Oh my god, he's going no. to be the next best." I'm, I'm like, not going to no, 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 exactly. You know, yeah. let him have a good match here. Let him do his program with Seth Rollins, and yeah. send him to NXT. I think that would be great. Have him win against Seth, which I don't think is going to happen. No. Or actually, with Ray, I think it's more can happen. But have him beat Seth. That gives him like um, some relevance, right? Then send him to NXT, kind of like with the Private Party, where they beat the Young Bucks. Gave him some relevance. And then they put him in the back of the line. They, Do the yeah, same thing. Right. I mean, and if you have Ray help Dominic win, mm-hmm. it doesn't do anything to hurt Seth because Ray needed help to be, because Dominic needed help to win. Yeah. Then send Dominic down and you can always bring Seth Rollins in for an episode of NXT just to continue that feud. Yeah. You know, just, you know, go down and screw with him down there. So, yeah, yeah they can do a lot with that. All right. So, we are done with this episode. We're going to have no, a special. No, no, no. We got the takeover. Takeover review. No, no, I, no, I think we end this and do, then do the takeover one as a special episode by itself. No, no, just continue it. Co, co, it's a co-main event. 
Oh, see, I, I was thinking something. No, I thought I figured we'd release another a little house sausage made right now. Yeah. <laughs> I figured we would release as a release takeover as a separate episode. They got like a fifteen minute episode just reviewing takeover. Uh, you know what? Let's do that. We'll be back. Too soon, uh, too soon on that. Special Wednesday episode or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep yeah. keep keep your feeds open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but don't forget, guys. We'll be. Don't forget to listen to the show on Wednesday. We'll be the special episode on Wednesday. Don't forget to listen to it. We're gonna review takeover. Yeah. It'll be a short episode, but it'll be something. Yeah. So don't forget, as always, keep it in. Mm-hmm.